We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you through the Exxon TV channel to bring insights to the ever-changing high-frequency currents now baiting the planet and affecting us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. The Magic of Archetypes A greatly misunderstood concept found in all cultures is archetypes. From Egypt to Rome and everywhere in between, the ancient cultures were full of rich archetypical gods, goddesses, demons, angels, fairies, trolls, satyrs, dragons, and so on. While in modern times they're seen as deities or false gods worshipped by an ignorant, primitive, superstitious people, in truth they were originally metaphorical representations of particular bandwidths of frequency or expression. These metaphors were a two-way street. On one hand, they would appear in the imagination, dreamscape, or shamanic trance to represent the frequencies at play in any given situation. This was a form of receiving information regarding what was taking place at the quantum level, the invisible realm, where all manifestation begins. On the other hand, by actively conjuring the vision of an archetype, the practitioner of the magical or shamanic arts, aka frequency masters, could use the image to attune to and direct particular bandwidths of frequency at will, thus managing matter at the quantum level. This was used to correct frequency imbalances in order to heal person, place, or thing. Now I realize I just said a mouthful, so let's break it down a bit. 
As we moved through the area of the galaxy with less luminosity, the practices became dogmatic and true function of frequency mastery was lost. During this time, everything was viewed as physical matter and literal. Thus, if one encountered a demon in a shamanic trance, or dreamed of one associated with a person, it was immediately translated as evil, a literal demon, a thing to be battled, burned at the stake, or whatever was the accepted method of cleansing evil at the time. As we began entering an area of greater light, we recognized the folly of that approach and assumed the archetypes were simply superstition or stories told to children to get them to behave. In reality, neither is true. If an archetype shows up in the imagination, a dream, or a shamanic trance as a demon or something equally repugnant, it's simply an indication that there are frequencies present that are imbalanced or incompatible with our intentions. It's accurate information not just superstition, but it's not literal. It's all in the translation of the allegory, which is virtually a lost art. Another function of archetypes is to represent and focus expressions. Many of you may have heard of the maiden-mother crone concept from the Celtic tradition, and their less well-known masculine counterparts, warrior, father, and wizard. These can be seen as stages of life, which of course they are, but they're also specific frequency expressions, each appropriate in numerous situations. The problem being, we tend to move through the stages based on age and never go back. Or, in the case of someone who's fighting the natural aging process, they get stuck in Maiden until repeated cosmetic surgeries has reduced them to a grotesque parody of Maiden and robbed them of the natural beauty of aging. We may cling to warrior long past the time we have the rigor to support the protective stance full-time, and resort to being a bully. In truth, archetypes can be danced and drawn forth to meet the needs of any situation. The key is not being attached to or in avoidance of any of them. Again, another form of frequency mastery. When properly trained, a person of any age can access the energy of maiden when a fresh, innocent approach is needed, go into mother when something needs nurturing or incubating, or express the frequency of chrome when they need to dismantle something. The same is true of warrior, father, and wizard. A person of any age can protect like a warrior, provide like a father, or create like a wizard, dependent upon the frequency that best serves the situation at hand. Furthermore, all expressions can be used by any gender as well as any age. All archetypes are metaphors representing a frequency expression and can be wielded to manage matter at the quantum level or interpreted to give information about what's taking place there. This is the basis behind each and every archetype from all cultures. What a rich resource we have in the palm of our hand should we take the time to understand them and gain the personal mobility required to embrace them all. To do so requires much personal processing and introspection, as we need to find where we fear or judge against any expression and clear it in order to embrace the frequency. However, therein true magic lies. Each of us can become frequency masters and co-create the world we've dreamt of. So, which will it be? A dragon master or the one that hides from dragons? It's a personal choice each of us must make on the Stairway to Heaven. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.